Hi, besties, and welcome back to another Coffee with Shay podcast episode, or Shy, however you pronounce it. I am your host, the lovely, the greatest, the all-knowing, just kidding, Shy. Um, <laughs> I did play a little joke on you guys. Um, obviously, these affirmations are working because I do love myself a lot more, but not to the extent that I would think that I am the all-knowing person that is just simply not true. Anyways, hi. I hope you guys are having a great day. Uh, This is going to be a really fun episode. Okay, so this will be a crazy episode, but I want to preface this because this is something that I firmly believe this is my story and my recollection of how things went living with someone I found very unbearable. So, this is not their version and I'm not telling their version of their story. They have their own version. I have my own version and they do not match and that is okay. That is their truth. This is my truth. And so, I'm going to speak my truth about what I think is going on with this whole situation I had dealing with, I would say, a crazy roommate, okay? But first, I am going to talk about some updates in my life. So, let's get up into it, okay? Your girl is officially on ADHD medication, which is so, so exciting, I am not going to speak too much about it because I'll go into depth about having ADHD and bipolar disorder, but I'm on ADHD medication and then I'm on a mood stabilizer, which has definitely been helping me. Both of them have been really, really great, and I do think that they have been beneficial to me. What I will say, though, is specifically for the ADHD medication, it has been the most helpful to me. Uh, just really feeling more like a normal functioning human being. Not that I necessarily wasn't before, but I will say things were a little bit different um, for me. But I'll go into more in depth. Uh, I definitely want to talk about ADHD in its own personal episode. But this episode is a little bit different because we're going to be talking about a story, and I love a good story time. And if I ever take pauses, it's because I have to look at my phone and look at some text messages so that I can pull up exactly what was said, because you know what? We are we got receipts, okay? We have lots and lots of receipts. Anyways, so other updates. It's been going great. I just got back from Florida. So when I'm recording this, I had just gotten back from Florida. I'm actually starting a new job by the time that this drops, I will probably be in my new job and working. But I start a new job. I'll be working in higher education. This is really exciting for me. If you know me, you know that that has always been my own personal dream is to work in higher education. So I'm super, super excited to be able to be in a position where I would say at such a young age, I'm not working in admissions. I will be an advisor for first year. So that's so, so exciting for me. 
Um, and I'm very sad about leaving my students that I currently have and I recruited to be in my class for next school year and that I won't get to reap the benefits of that. And that's okay. But aside from that, I really am working super hard in my career and trying to personally build up what aligns with me. So I'm thinking about like what do I align with and how can I make that align with my own career. And so I'm figuring out my own personal life. What are my goals and my alignment to figure out, you know, what I need in a career. And so I'm learning boundaries. I'm learning all those healthy, really uh, helpful tips. So last month I was doing just a mile every day and I tried to hit 10k steps so that was really hard and instead I'm now doing two miles this month trying to hit 10k steps. I'm not really, I'm mindful about what I'm eating but I'm not super crazy about what I'm eating because I'm trying to work on getting a lot of movement in and when you're moving more your body might need a little bit more food and that's okay. We want to nourish our body and take care of it. So I'm just getting movement in. I have been told that you store a lot of your trauma in your hips and so I'm trying to get my hips all moved and aligned. Uh, That really helps with like your body and being more mobile and also getting all of that trauma out, which is what we're trying to do. (laughs) Other things, it's going great living with my partner. We've been doing great. This new job switch has been great for me and I feel like it's definitely mood boosting. Okay. Anyways, let's get into this after a brief ad. Okay, we are back after that quick ad. Thanks for listening. By the way, every time you listen to that, a little bit of chiching goes into my pocket. I literally have only made like a dollar sixty off of ads, but that's okay. Um, I do this for basically my fun. It's a fancy project. Anyways, I was very hesitant about this episode because it means I have to relive something that was considered very traumatic for me. But at the end of the day, I want to make others laugh and tell my version of the story that I consider one of the craziest roommates I have ever lived with. And that's coming from a girl who lived with somebody that I shit you not had like used tampons all around the bathroom and it was disgusting. Okay, so to set the scene, I moved in around August 1st and wanted to move out of the apartment that my ex and I shared together. No bad blood, just wanted to be out since we were done and I was moving on. I found this person on Facebook Marketplace and thought it was a great deal and they seemed really cool. At the time, I knew that they were a smoker, so I knew that would be something to keep an eye on since I worked in the school systems. When you work in the schools and you smell like weed, it's definitely not a good thing. Um, but I had to keep an eye on this and we had talked about it. They were super nice and cool. We seemed to get along well and things were going to be okay. We met in person for the first time after deciding what we were going to do. I checked out the apartment, seemed fine. Now, when we agreed I would move in, they stated that they had everything and I could literally bring just a bedroom set. So that's what I did. I ended up leaving like most of my kitchen stuff, if not all of my kitchen stuff. I left like my half of the couch. I left a bunch of stuff because I didn't think that I would need it because they had a fully stocked living room and kitchen. Like it was completely like, uh, like I didn't need anything. 
And when you're roommates with someone, you end up sharing a lot. So I thought nothing of this. However, there were already issues from the beginning. So within the first month, it was really good. It was not too bad. But towards the end of the month, she stated she had issues with, I think it was like Venmo at first, and then it was the way I cooked my eggs in the microwave and felt that dishes were left unclean by me despite them being clean. Like they were clean. They just needed like maybe an extra. And I would do that. I did the dishes. I did all of her dishes. I did everything. We then had issues with one of her pans being considered rusted and she didn't like that I used a pan of hers. That's whatever. I can stop using the pan despite me doing everything I can to keep the pan clean when I was cooking turkey bacon in the oven. I then bought her a new pan to replace the pan and it still was a big fucking deal. She kept texting me things over and over again about my behavior and stating that me using her kitchen items were ridiculous and me using other random household items were bad and that I was damaging all of her stuff and that all of the stuff had never had damage or any cracks or anything like that until I came there. And I shit you not, that's not, that's not true. Those things had cracks. Those things were dirty. Those things were not that good. And so there came to a point where she was like, I'm going to take away your kitchen privileges. I literally didn't know that a grown woman could have her kitchen privileges taken away. But I will say the real kicker, though, was the day I came home and she moved the living room furniture out of the living room. She told me that she is getting a new couch and needed to make room for it. Come to find out, I was sitting on the couch too much, and despite me being smaller than her and her six-foot-tall brother, who has who was like a seemingly 300-plus pounds, and I'm not one to sit and shame somebody for their weight, but how the fuck am I the one that dented the couch when they weigh more than I do? So, this... This was the text. So now we have lawn chairs in our living room. I ended up taking them down because why the fuck do we need to sit in lawn chairs? Her issue is that I had friends over one night for a game night and they were all sitting on the couch along with like my partner would sit on the couch with me. We would watch TV. She'd come home and we'd be watching TV and she didn't like when she came home and I had others over despite her constantly smoking and inviting people over. So, she then um, moves pretty much everything out of the living room. I'm talking the TV was now out of the living room. I'm talking the bookshelves were now out of the living room. She had no plants in the living room. The only thing she left were the lawn chairs, a TV stand, and she had managed to leave, I would say so generously, her side tables. And she had moved all of my plants. I had plants all over and she had moved all of my plants. So, just to finish off this story of the living room, she did eventually move the stuff back and she texted me, I'm moving the couch back in the living room and would prefer if you didn't sit on it so much. It was sagging quite a bit and it has bounced back since I'd moved it to my room. It's a nice couch and I'd like for it to stay nice. Thank you. I said, I'm just not going to sit on it. She said, nice, thanks. Her dog weighed as much as I did and sat on that couch. That couch had cracks. That couch had everything that was still dirty on it. And she was mad because I sat on it when, like, your 
brother is much bigger and you're much bigger than me. How am I denting it? Her room looked so crowded at one point and it was like just phenomenal how much shit she could put into her living room and how much I just was not allowed to use. And I just think that's amazing how someone can take away like your living room privileges. Like how do I get living room privileges taken away? Anyways, okay, we're going to go on to just a random other story. We then get into where she says, I'm no longer allowed to use your kitchen utensils, and I had to buy my own everything in the kitchen. Why, when you live with another person, do you have to have two sets of silverware, two sets of everything? I had my half of the of the kitchen. She had her half of the kitchen. So I slowly had to buy these because I didn't move out with a lot of money and because of how expensive her ass was with the temperature of the house, which we constantly fought over that temperature. And I was constantly overheated in the apartment and I couldn't change it or she would aggressively text me and tell me how much of a problem I was. I didn't have... Like, I had to pay a lot more in bills, and it was very hard to afford everything on my very small salary that I had. We constantly fought over that temperature. And so, here are some of the texts. This is random, but um, I was being nice, and I got her mail. And she said, yo, so I just found a piece of my mail outside on the ground. I haven't checked the mail, so if you grab my mail, try not to drop it, LMAO. I said, there was a lot of mail, so my bad. It was honestly a lot to carry. You don't have to get mine. It's not your responsibility. Yet she was grabbing my mail. And I said, I just grabbed it because honestly, there wasn't any room for anything else to be put in there. Okay, in the future, just don't grab my mail. I got it, bro. Why is grabbing your mail such a big deal? Yet here you are grabbing my mail. So here's another one. I was trying to sleep and it was, I'd say 9 a.m. And she was blaring loud fucking rap music throughout our entire house. And I said, hi, I'm home for the day because it's a holiday. Could you turn that down a bit so I can keep sleeping? She says, today is my only day off for the week, every week. It's the only time I have to myself. I do this every single week. Sorry if it's disturbing you, but this is the only time I have to myself. Why? Why could you just not turn down the music? So, here's another one. This is about my dog. Okay. Um, so, at one point, she tried to force me into getting my dog spayed because my dog was not spayed yet. And so, she was like, you don't spay her. You have to move out in 30 days. And so, a friend of mine dropped off something because I was really sick with my wisdom teeth. Not sick, but... I had my wisdom teeth out and so her mom sat outside while she dropped something off and her mom texted and said, did her roommate just walk out? Her roommate is talking mad shit about her right now and how stupid her dog is and how her dog smells. My dog does not smell. She literally got a bath. My house smelled great. Everything. There's no reason my dog got regular baths. And she said, somebody's in my apartment and I don't even know who the fuck this girl is. And then her mom said, it's time for us to go now. Because then she started complaining about my friend being in the apartment. At one point, this is about um, my just like literal breaking point at this point. But she said, 
after this past month, I will no longer, this is just like a random text from her, I will no longer accept Venmo payments because they are not being properly labeled. I need all rent and or utility payments in cash no matter what. I said, um, I use the example you sent me in the picture. So who didn't properly label them? Looking further into it, I really don't even want to risk the chance of being taxed for this. Cash isn't convenient for either of us, but it would be best to not cause any issues. I, a random Facebook post she found. Like, bitch, what? Like, at one point, this girl took away the microwave that we use and my microwave privileges, and we had two microwaves. She literally took, I shit you not, all of her kitchen stuff, microwave, everything, and put it into her room. And literally, like, her room was completely covered in this stuff. Okay. So here's another random one. So everywhere I'm putting your plants, water damage keeps happening. Why are you moving my plants then? Why do you keep moving them? You keep sloshing them around. Why do you keep moving them? Water them outside in the sink or maybe just get trays for them. They did have trays. You just kept sloshing them around. But it is beyond frustrating that I have to tell you to take the measures to make sure my property isn't getting damaged by your items. By her property, she means the floor that we share together. I said, please stop moving my plants. Where they're at is when I, where I get the most light. Unfortunately, one of my plants I haven't fully put in the pot, so that one has caused hassle and the others probably haven't soaked up water. This wasn't an issue until you started moving them around. I still live in that apartment until May, and I like my plants to stay by the window, and I can move them slightly back so we can still open the window. Okay, so I'm still reading some of these off, but I ended up having a really big fight with her over these plants, and we discussed moving out earlier in June, but she needed a 30-day notice, so we actually discussed May, that I would move out at the end of May. She goes, there is water damage on my carpet when they were under the TV that I have gone over with carpet cleaner. Now there is water damage on the actual stand that I put on them so my carpet wouldn't get damaged. But yeah, I won't move your plants. I'm fine with charging you for my time to clean the damage you caused. The damage that she's talking about is when she moved my plants and then the water got all over because she was moving my plants around. Okay? It's honestly insane that right the right you think you have, considering you've been nothing but disrespectful to me and my things. The faster you get out, the better, girl, because all you do is cause damage, and it's causing me nothing but stress. So, one day, while she left for work, I moved everything out, and she had only one thing to say. I'm available Monday for, your to, for you to turn in your key. So, I took the money I owed her, and I gathered the key and everything while she was gone, and left it on the door for her to get. I texted her and then blocked her and haven't heard from her since. So, genuinely, she's crazy. Like, this girl made my life a literal living hell. And I just, those are all the texts that I have, like, just available right now. But there were some other texts that she had sent me, like, hey, the way you take out the trash is bullshit. Can you change it? Do it the way that I want. I just think that, like, she was really unhappy with her life all the time. And so she had someone to take it out on and that's her roommate. And I think she's one of those people that definitely needs to live alone. I just can't fathom why someone would take away your entire kitchen items. They would take an entire living room away. And then when she moved out, she's like, I was literally unaware that you only had a bedroom set. And then trying to force me 
to spay my dog because my dog had periods and I kept a diaper on my dog, but apparently that wasn't enough. Um, because one day I didn't know that she had her period and she noticed it and I was like, okay, great. Let me put this diaper on her. And so I put a diaper on her, but no, that was not enough. I had to spay my dog. So then I had to pull out our contract that we had both signed, which was not notarized, but it was a contract we both signed. And it states nowhere that my dog had to be spayed. This was such a problem for her because I stood up to her for the first time. Throughout this entire time, I just let her do stuff to me and I didn't say much to her. Some of those texts were just like towards the end where I was just over it and I was stressed every single day and I was so upset by everything that she was doing. She genuinely put me in my lowest like that I have ever been and it just felt like at a certain point I didn't even live there. Like that was not my home and she even like got COVID for a week and kicked me out of the apartment and I was still expected to pay bills even though she kicked me out for over a week because she had COVID that she had caught. And luckily, I didn't get COVID, which was really thankful for me, but that was really super stressful to have to move out of my apartment because she caught COVID. But I wish it... I hope that she is doing well. I hope that she, you know, has got her life together. I hope that no one else lives with her again because it is very clear and evident that she is one of those people that people cannot live with. I tried my best to, like, do everything to the way that she liked it, and I told her that one time, and she was like, well, you don't have to. Why do you stress yourself out to do that? And then would randomly text me and be like, hey, do something this way. Do something this way. You have to do it this way. Don't do it that way. Do it this way. And it was, like, constant berating of me and bringing me down and then constantly being rude and mean to my dog. She would move my dog's stuff. She didn't like any of my dog's things around. She had once fostered a dog who couldn't be around my dog and literally destroyed one of my stuffed animals because I collect these Squishmallows. He destroyed one of my Squishmallows and she never replaced it because she physically can't because it was a very rare one and she can't replace it. And she didn't. She didn't replace it despite the dog that she was fostering that she didn't even tell me she was fostering. She was just like, hey, I'm going to foster and like didn't even ask me about it. She was like, hey, I'm going to foster and next thing we know we have a foster dog and I have no clue who this dog is if she's going to be compatible with my dog and she wasn't compatible with my dog the foster dog wasn't allowed to be around my dog and it whined and it peed and it was the worst dog ever because it was literally so mean to my dog who is the most peaceful dog on the planet and she was like so mean to the dog and so I just simply can't fathom why a person had to be so mean to to me and then also to my dog like it was not even just protection for me it was protection for my dog I was very afraid that one day she was going to poison my dog and my dog wouldn't be alive anymore and it was very very frustrating to have to deal with that kind of thing I definitely don't recommend finding someone on Facebook to move in with and I recommend not having a roommate okay just avoid it I hope that you enjoyed some of the storytelling. It was honestly all over the place and I wish that I could genuinely give you the biggest timeline of how everything went, but I cannot because that is just absolutely not possible. But I do hope that 
you guys have better roommate experiences. If you have a crazy roommate story, please drop it because I want to read it. I love the tea. I love seeing stuff like that. So please tell me if you have a crazy roommate story. All right. Thank you for listening to this episode of Coffee with Shay or Shy. I'm so glad that we have a new logo. I'm so glad that this podcast has been growing and flourishing and I've done everything I can to keep marketing my podcast. Um, Keep listening and keep supporting me. Thank you.